This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our preview show, the show which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. Uh, it's quite nice to know that football's back after the transfer window. I know we only played on Friday, which is like an extra day. Uh, it's what you usually get in the world of football waiting a week for a game, but just a day can make a hell of a difference in terms of how long it feels between matches. Not only that, but to put deadline day in the middle of it all as well has really kind of stretched out this week. Um, so I'm very, very thankful that football is back in a couple of days' time. Uh, as always, for our preview shows, I'm joined by three of our fantastic guests from our Discord server. First of all, welcome back to Dom. It's been a while. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, not too bad, Tom. Thanks for having me on again. Hope you're good. Hope you're well. Hope everyone's good and well as well. Absolutely. He's learning learning the terminology of the channel. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, he sorted out his internet, which is all good. Also, Josh is here. How are you doing, Josh? You all right? I'm good. How are you guys? Yes, all good. All good, mate. Lovely stuff. And uh, I'm loving the... I don't think I've seen you without a beanie on the channel, you know, mate. I think it's, uh, it's part nah, of it. Well, I'm... Yeah, when I work from home, it just stays on, so I have to do my hair for the day, so easier yeah I'm, I'm the same with caps to be fair you'll notice that i usually wear caps for the morning show and then i've you know washed my hair by the end of the day so <laughs> i usually have the cap off that's how no, it this works stays on. fair enough mate fair enough you do you fella you do you and making his debut on the preview show today it's dan how you doing dan good tom how are you very good indeed. Very good. Joining us from, from Ireland. Uh, we've had a fair few uh, island-based uh, callers before, but uh, good to have another one over. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Just a just a hammer home the stereotype as well. Um, absolutely. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you happen to be joining us from in the chat box as well. Hope you guys are doing good. Kevin SJ Chan, Penny Ween, who was who's been absolutely sorted by StreamYard recently by getting in there first and never getting any credit for it. Uh, Greg, good to see you in the chat box, my friend. Rancid, uh, just the tip of the spear as well. A long YouTube name, but we'll take it. Uh, Clock Orange as well. I'm always very, very careful about how I pronounce that. And Jordan as well, joining us in the chat box too. Plenty others as well. As I say, Everton this weekend, Dom, good to have football back. How much of a distraction do you think the transfer window might be in preparation for this one? 
Um, hopefully not too much. It is great to have football back, though, right? It's, it feels like um, you know, like you said, it's only uh, it's only a little a little bit extra weight than usual. But um, yeah, it feels like the distraction of the transfer window for as from a fan's perspective. I'm just glad it's done now, um, and uh, yeah, we can get back into it. I'm looking forward to just watching the boys again. I feel like um, like we got used to like twice a week, you know, and, and lots of games over the the Christmas period, and then yeah, and then the horrible transfer window. And now um, yeah, we get back into it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. Hopefully, it won't have uh, impacted us um, us too much, um, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the other part of this, Josh, is obviously we're, it doesn't feel like it, but we are coming off of a loss. Um, you know, we've not done that much this season. When we have done or we've dropped points, we've responded really well. You know, when we lost to Man United, we went on a long run. When we dropped points against Southampton, we went on another long run. When we lost to uh, PSV, we responded well. And again, when we drew to Newcastle in the new year, we've won every game since then in the league. So are you confident that they'll be able to kind of really taking what that Man City game was. We really went toe-to-toe to them at the Etihad and that will be encouraging more than damaging to the game. Yeah, I came out of that Man City game very, very, very confident when we play a full starting eleven that we slap them home and away. Um, I know I might be getting a bit ahead of myself, but I'm very, very, very confident of that. I'm more nervous about this game with the stereotypical new manager bounce coming up. Absolutely. Which I think goes one way or the other. We either thump them or they sneak something from it. Mm, yeah, it's a good point. It actually segues nicely because that was that was my next question, Dan, with Sean Dyche coming in. I mean, he doesn't have the best record against Arsenal when he was at Burnley by any means. They got some decent results during some opportunistic moments of the season against us, but he still has kind of always got that aura of setting up to stifle and annoy you as a team. And if there's one team that plays nice football that can be stifled, you'd argue it would be ourselves in City. So is that a concern for you? Well, look, I think, as, as Josh said there, it's it's the biggest worry is actually playing the team with a new manager. It's, it's the worst, worst time of playing. But he also plays a lot of low block and, um, you know, sometimes that's what stifled us before in the past. So, Look, we've all got to believe our attack in prayers. Um, look, we just got to take our chances, go at them strong, and um, look, just believe. As you say, it could go two ways. It could be, it could be a four-nil, or it could be a, a very tough two-one win. I think. Mm. You know. Yeah, and we'll definitely go to predictions later. You've maybe alluded to where you're at, but I'm going to make you pick between the two when we get there, that's for sure. Um, I was looking at the record we've got, and it's not good at Goodison. We haven't won there since 2017 in the league. It's been that long. Um, so they have a very decent record. Remember last season, we, we lost 2-1. Odegaard put us 1-0 up, and then two goals, Damari Gray, that, that brilliant strike from outside the box. Um, you'll remember well, uh, very frustratingly. I think that might have even been Aubameyang's last ever perform- like appearance for Arsenal when he came off the bench. Was. Or Was he came off the bench or did he come off? In, it was something happened at the end of the game. He either came on or came off. Uh, I think it might be the You've got a very good memory. I, I try. It's almost like this is my job. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, sorry, 2-1 Everton. I'm pretty sure Bamiang came off in that game. I might be wrong. The chat box are definitely going to tell me uh, if I'm not. Uh, Bamiang came off the bench uh, and he came off the bench in the, I'm going to guess, like the 87th minute. Let's have a look. He came on in the 85th. I was pretty close. So there you go. Um, but yeah, that was, I think, his last appearance for Arsenal. And it was a game in which, obviously, 
in the All or Nothing documentary, you saw Aaron Ramsdale come into the dressing room frustrated and angry. I think Arteta came into the dressing room as well at halftime and basically turned around and was like, if you play like that in the second half, even though we were winning 1-0 at the time, so if you play like that in the second half, we're going to lose. And we did lose because we didn't improve our performance at all. And uh, full-time... He, uh, yeah, uh, it was, was terrible. And yes, David, you're right in the chat. And Ketty, you missed that header. Remember at the back post uh, that came across? Uh, clear opportunity to score. Didn't get it. But as Simon says, Dom, we are a very different team now. So are you backing us to kind of buck this trend that we've created for ourselves at Goodison? I would have done if it was still Frank Lampard. Because um, as we said, okay. the, the new manager bounces a concern. Um I still think we'll do. I still think we'll do. We'll do well. It really depends. I think the other thing that's difficult to to kind of judge how this game's going to go is that new manager bounce, but also we don't know what team he's going to go with, right? He we don't know what he's going to see this week. If we look at, um, so I was looking at um, how they played against West Ham in the defeat against West Ham, and they played uh, back three of Tarkovsky, Mina, and Cody. So you know, if he goes with that again, happy days. Um, but if um, if he decides to change it up and bring someone in that's maybe impressed him in this week and, you know, and, um, and, and yeah, somebody that can bring something different to, to what those guys can bring. Um, then, then yeah, we might, we might have an issue maybe, but I'm still hopeful that we've got enough and that we have, we've changed enough as a team and our makeup is that much better than it was um, or has been since 2017. Mm. Yeah, uh, Kian with the super chat there saying the new coach bounces always against us. It does seem to be that way. Like coaches just come into teams whenever we're supposed to play them. We do, I think, have a decent record again when we'd have to deal with those moments, and hopefully we'll have to, you know, muster up that ability to do it once again on Saturday. Josh, the big challenge I feel as though, and I say a challenge, it is more of a benefit to Arteta, but it's something that he's not had as much in his tenure at Arsenal is is depth. He's got some real depth in this squad now. You know, the additions of Trossard. Kivior, Jorginho, Smith Rowe coming back from injury. All of a sudden, that bench is looking rather strong. How do you feel about Arteta's ability to, if necessary, rotate or substitute earlier in games, which has been something that he's been questioned about since coming into the team? I think this is sort of not make or break in regards to how he uses his substitutions, but he's never had, like you said, the depth. So you look back to the United game, the players he brought on, they were all very fresh, like Vieiras, etc. Um, and he made all the changes in one hit, got it wrong. And then you had it more recently against Newcastle, where he didn't have the depth to bring off the bench. Um, so I think this is the first ever time he's had quality in depth, being probably the key words there, um, to try and pick them apart. So I don't see Everton posing much of an attacking threat. I think defensively, it will be a Jose Mourinho park the bus. Can we get mm. through them? And if we can't in, I don't know, the first 70 minutes or something like that, can he make the right substitutions to unlock the door? Absolutely. Uh, legend asking, is Smith Rowe available? He wasn't in the training photos that I looked through earlier. So yeah. there's a good chance that he's not going to be there, which sucks, obviously, because he's only just come back from this this surgery on his groin and now he's suffered a bit of a thigh problem. I'm told it's not serious. Um, and so hopefully he'll be back for the, the game against Brentford. Of course, that's a home game, so it makes it much easier to maybe integrate them and have them to travel up. But the other big question was around Thomas Partey. He was spotted. I'm pretty sure I spotted him in the background of one of the photos uh, of training. They didn't make it obvious that he was there, but I'm pretty sure I spotted him in the background of the one with Sakharin and Ketia in the foreground. I think you can see him in the left-hand side of the background of one of the photos. Um, Dan, obviously, uh, we'll come on to lineups shortly, but... You know, we've just brought in a brand new signing in Jorginho and uh, he, as we know, is someone who 
has been a captain at Chelsea. He's worn the armband there. Uh, there's a famous, or not famous, but funny video of Mark Kukurea talking about him being the most intelligent player they had in the team. Thiago Silva's come out and said that he was a really big part of the dressing room. Do you think that he could be influential between now and the end of the season, both on and off the pitch? Yeah, if, if I'm honest with you, upon reflection, when you think about what we were going to spend on Caicedo, <clears throat> that we couldn't possibly have expected him to walk into the team. 26 games, yes, he's played a little bit more than maybe Jorginho. He's been used by Brighton a little bit more. But Jorginho, we've got to believe that Arteta loves him. You know, he's tried to get him twice. He had influence in Man City. We was trying to get him. And then obviously two years ago, I don't think you can possibly get any anyone better than a Euro winner, you know, Champions League, somebody in that. We've only got two, two more in the, in the, in the, you know, um, in the squad that have done it. So personally speaking, and look, if I'm going to be honest, um, I think he's brilliant at holding the ball and dictating the pace of the game. And I think that's what we'll see when he is used. I don't expect him to be used. Let's hope Partey um, is is fit for the rest. But that last 15 minutes of a match, to hold it together, um, I don't think there's actually that many better in the Premier League. And I hope I'm right when I say that. Yeah, look, Mikel Arteta has been a big fan of him for the exactly that reason. You know, he talks about him being a controlling number six and that Dick takes play. And yes, sure, there's there's limitations. And when he's not on the ball, maybe he is going to get turned. Maybe he's going to get dribbled past perhaps more than Partey does. But thankfully, we're a team that usually tend to control the ball and control possession. So, you know, we're going to be able to emphasize the strengths of his game. And hopefully, you know, the likes of Saliba, White, Gabriel around him are going to be able to restrict the amount of drawbacks in his game as well as the system and I think we do that with a number of players in this team like Xhaka for instance I think is a really good example um Ginger Guna says did you see that Reese Nelson's back in training yes again that's a plus you know more depth yes Reese Nelson's not exactly gonna you know really scare any opponent I wouldn't necessarily imagine other than Nottingham Forest maybe with respect you know he had a really good game that day but it's depth and it's another player back and that's always key to have more options and you know, I think we can all say that when we see Nelson school, there is that attachment because he's come through Hale End and uh, become a graduate through the Youth Academy. And you want to see him succeed. But again, contract talks still not said to be ongoing between him and the club. So he will leave on a free at the moment in the summer. Let's go to the lineups. Uh, I think, Josh, we start with you and yours. So talk us, obviously, go through your team for the benefit of the audio listeners and uh, why you've picked it as well as your star player. So, I think team still picks itself at the moment. Um, there's no one that's really dipping. Um, so, Ramsdale and goal, Ben White at right back, Saliba and Gabriel, obvious partnership, and Zinchenko. Party, Xhaka, Odegaard, Saka, and Ketia. And then the one I couldn't decide on was Trossard or Martinelli. Um, I went with Martinelli purely because since after that Man, United, uh, Man City game, when Martinelli came on for the last 15 minutes, was it right at the end? He looked electric. So it looked like like the competition from Trossard coming in had sparked what he'd been missing since the return from the World Cup. So I think you just go back, you trust him. He's been there, he's done it. He's had an off month in January, given the reins again and away he goes. And then Eddie and Katia, who I'm... Now fully on board with, um, <laughs> up there to lead the line. 
And I don't think Jesus walks back into this team, I'll be honest with you. Um, I think he rotates with Saka when he comes back. I think there's... Wow. Why would you take out a broken system? Like, why would you change something that's not broken? So, mm. that's my team. How things change, eh, Josh? <laughs> Lovely stuff, yeah. you know. Considering, I remember when we did the preview show, I think it must have been ahead of maybe the West Ham game or the Brighton game, when obviously we were seeing Nketiah come in. So many of us had doubts. You know, everybody, I think, had some doubt. You're going from a player in Gabriel Jesus that's transformed the forward line this season um, to a player that still continues to, to face questions, um, even though he did well at the end of last season. But my goodness, as he responded to those, uh, and he's coming off the back, of course, of two goals in the last Premier League game against Man United. Very impressive indeed. Uh, Dom, you've got the exact same lineup, but you've chosen a different star man. Talk us through your choices. Sure. Yeah. Um, yes. As, uh, as you said, exactly the same lineup, and it's pretty much what I think most people would expect. I also kind of wrestled with the Trossard Martinelli piece as well, um, but um, I, I totally agree with uh, with Josh there that um, that we go with Martinelli and. And I've, I've got visions of a eight, uh, 77 minute, if we're winning, um, three-way um, substitution of Trossard, mm. Jorginho and Holdinho, um, just to <laughs> kind of bring it, just to kind of um, bring it home. But um, but yeah, and in terms of my star man, I've gone for Saka. Um, and as I said earlier, I think uh, based on the fact that um, they could play over back three, um, I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, looking at their back, at their back four choices or their, their defensive choices, yeah, I expect that our uh, our wingers and our forwards will do well. Um, I, I thinking about the new manager bounce a little bit. Um, I did have a little thing, inkling that maybe our defence might have to do a bit, but I think um, I think if we're being honest, uh, um, regardless of the new manager bounce, um, we should be we should be doing a job on on, on Everton. And if we're going to do that, then who else is going to be the the star man apart from Saka? <laughs> um, oh boy. Lovely stuff. Mm. Uh, Dan, you've made a very slight change to your 11 and fallen on the other side of the coin of what the other two lads were toying with in their teams. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, nobody's going to change um, the back four and the midfield. Um, it speaks for itself at the moment. Um, but yeah, I've thrown Trossard in there. Um, I don't necessarily expect him to rest Martinelli, but this could be a great game for Trossard to come into. Um, we all saw what he did in a little cameo towards the end in the last game. And uh, he looks electric. This could be a great game for him to come in. Um, you know, personally speaking, I, if there was going to be one change from the previous starting 11, it's going to be Trossard coming in. He's, he's not going to, he's not going to change the defense just yet. We're certainly not going to see Jorginho in contention yet. Maybe the last 15 minutes of the match, um, he'll be introduced. But yeah, that's what I've I've gone with. No, I think it's fair. And Enketia, your star man, still back. Yeah, in I think I think I think Eddie. If we can break these down, if we can get an early goal, um, I I think this could be a a, a little hat trick for oh. for young Eddie um, tomorrow. Honestly, I think there's going to be lots of goals tomorrow. I hope there's lots of goals in the right end tomorrow. So lovely stuff. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Um, for me, I, I did fall on the Martinelli side of things, you know, but to be honest, I, I would be happy to see either. And I think that's a testament to the recruitment. You know, when you start seeing changes you can make to your team and you're not necessarily seeing a significant drop in the level of, of response, that's what you want to do for your recruitment. And we've managed to do that with Trossard. Who knows? Maybe we've managed to do it with Jorginho. I'd be impressed if he can match the levels that Partey has shown to us. But, uh, you know, I think especially seeing Jorginho come in in those Europa League games or if we want to rotate, we've got a midweek fixture 
you know, to protect Partey somewhat. I think it gives us that ability. Odegaard's my star man because he's just been the star man of the season for me. He's been absolutely unreal um, of what he's committed, the level of goals he's brought to his game, the level of assists he's continued to, to bring in. He continues to kind of be still, I think, on a level above those in front of him regarding his vision. And if they can get more so on the same late wavelength as him, you're going to see even more goals come from Saka Martinelli um, and Ketia and, and Trossard, of course, come into the team as well. So, yeah, Erdegaard scored there last season as, mem- uh, as well. So he's got that experience of getting a goal there. And uh, I'm hoping to get a couple more from him. Tom- oh, not tomorrow, but Saturday. Uh, Peeny Wayne, thank you so much for becoming a member in the chat as well. Uh, I know you've been a long-time uh, supporter of the channel, but appreciate uh, renewing your uh, your membership with us. Okay, let's go to predictions then. Uh, Dom, we'll start with you. Tell me what you're thinking, mate. Uh, clean sheet, I think. Um, I'm going to go 3-0. Um, scorers, let's go uh, Saka and Nketiah. Lovely stuff. Two, Josh. Two, two from Nketiah, one for Saka. Okay. Josh. 4-0. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh. no. um, like All I said, of them I, I could swing either <laughs> way, but... Eddie, so I've got Eddie as a brace and I've got Martinelli as a brace as well. I think it's just those two that score. And Dan. He he copied me. I'm actually going with a 4-0 as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, Eddie, Eddie Hattrick, Erdegaard a couple of assists. And look, we'll let Saka have a goal as well, maybe. You know. Sounds. I'm scrolling through the Arsenal Lounge WhatsApp group, because I know that I was asked for my prediction. I usually try and keep it um, the same as what I usually do. Uh, I said 3-0, so uh, there you go. Uh, obviously, Ben White's going to get a screamer, of course. Uh, who else is going to get a screamer? No one's going to be Ben White uh, with a screamer from the outside of the box. Um, I reckon that we might see a goal from Trossard off the bench and Nketiah uh, getting one early on in the game too. Let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box. Uh, Ranty Pumpkin's going for a 1-0 Arsenal wheel with Saliba getting the goal. Uh, Penny Wynn says, my gut says 0-0, but that's boring. So I'm going with a 5-0 win. Uh, Matt Thornton says 4-0 Arsenal Trossard to get his first goal. Simon Oliver says 3-0 to the Arsenal. Uh, Luke's going for a 2-0 Arsenal win. Blige going for a 2-0 away win to the Arsenal as well. Uh, Jared's going for a 4-2 Arsenal win. Eddie Brace, Saka and Odegaard with the goals. Ginger Guna says 3-0. Eddie Martinelli and that Benny Blanco screamer we've been waiting on. Indeed, uh, Amira 3-0. Odegaard screamer. Trossard Brace to celebrate the birth of his second son. I didn't know if that had actually been confirmed yet. Has that been confirmed that he has yeah. indeed a nice, lovely stuff? Yeah. Congratulations to Mr. Trossard. Um, and Mrs. Trossard, of course, too. Uh, Hugh uh, has gone for a 2-0 win. Saka and Xhaka, boom. Terry going for a 2-0 Arsenal. Saka, Trossard. MIL reactions going for a 2-0 as well. 2-0 does seem to be kind of the common theme uh, today in terms of predictions. Plenty more of you guys going for that. Um, surprised we've not had any crazy predictions so far. Maybe there'll be some as we round off the show. Dom, thank you so much for joining me for the preview. Tell people they can find you and what you're going to be up to. Uh, sure, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on again, Tom. Um, yeah, at Dom, see the DJ everywhere. Um, DJing uh, on Twitch and DJing in real life in around London um, and the home counties a little bit as well. So yeah, follow me on the socials and find out where I'm going to be. And uh, I'm in the Discord, still kind of just uh, on the on the sidelines watching everything kind of um, kick off as it does and uh but yeah you'll find me in there as well so uh, yeah thanks again for having me on lovely stuff josh always a pleasure to get you jumping back on in your beanie my son tell you tell people they can find you and what you're going to be up to mate 
you could probably pre-script this one in the discord um <laughs> apart from that i am pretty much mia from everything else at the moment a bit too busy no, that's fair. Respect uh, being away from social media. It's a dangerous place. Dan, fantastic debut. Uh, thank you so much for taking the plunge and jumping on the show. Much appreciated. Tell people where they can find you and what you're going to be Yeah, asking. no, thank you very much for having me. And uh, nice seeing you guys. Um, you can find us at Dan and Dylan. If you look for Dan and Dylan across a couple of uh, uh, social medias, you'll, uh, you'll find us. Um, it's a bit silly. It's a bit silly. <laughs> no it's it's good i love that i think that's great you know and you were telling me the story behind that family uh social media accounts yeah go for it lovely stuff um thank you everybody that's joined us today in the chat box uh remember that there is uh the 8 a.m show tomorrow is going to be the eat sleep arsenal repeat uh, episode seven it's not going to be the usual arsenal news show because i'll be in transit to london colney tomorrow morning to uh question mr arteta ahead of the game uh on saturday so uh there will still be a show for you at 8 a.m it will be a premiere so there'll still be a uh, chat box for you guys to have a chat into um but it won't be the usual live q a but it will be an hour long uh podcast with myself owen sophie and dr raj so do make sure you tune in at eight as usual uh i'll then be back uh for the show on uh will i be back on saturday to be fair no does it mean oh wow this is a two-day hiatus for 8 a.m shows because it's a 12 30 p.m kickoff on uh on saturday which means i'm going to be leaving the house at 5 30 uh, to have to get up to Goodison Park because uh, I have to get up there two hours before to set up and do all that work stuff. So, yes, sorry, but no usual 8 a.m. stuff. But I, what I will try and do, as again, uh, I'll try and bring you another 8 a.m. show pre-recorded for you so that you have something there and available. Um, a massive thank you to Dom, Josh and Dan uh, for helping out with today's preview. Of course, if you'd like to have your shot of coming on the preview show, you just need to join up as a member. Link in the link tree in the, uh, the video description. Uh, and thank you so much for tuning in. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.